0: Welcome back to another episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, June the 29th. We are back in the studio for another episode. I am excited to be here with you all to chat today. Before we get into the episode, though, I do want to thank our sponsors, BetterHelp. They are an online counseling organization offering us the opportunity to have therapy sessions from our home we can text, we can talk on a phone, you can do video chats. So much flexibility there. It's a very, very affordable option. It's about $65 per session. They do also offer financial aid, which is very, very helpful. They do not currently take medical insurance, but again, with the financial aid, $65 a week. And when you use my link, com forward slash thegriefbully, you will receive 10% off of your first month. Again, if you're going through a difficult time right now in your life, if you felt like you've needed a therapist and you haven't felt comfortable to just take that step, I'm encouraging you to do that now. And I'm also offering you a discount for doing that. So if you have any questions, feel free to DM me, hit me up. I'll be more than happy to talk to you about it. But you can go and sign up anonymously. I won't know that you signed up, but I'm so thankful to have partnered up with this organization because I get asked so much about so many things that I am just unfortunately not qualified to talk about. And I personally don't feel comfortable because I I just don't feel like I have the expertise, if you will. So I can speak to you, of course, based on my lived experience and just things that I know, but really wanting to give our listeners the best opportunity to succeed and thrive in life, I'm happy to have partnered up. So again, it's try, better, help, H-E-L-P, Dot com forward slash the grief bully. Thank you again to our sponsors better help. So we are at, I think we are episode 46 today. Our last episode was about my dad and his birthday. That was June twenty second. Since then we have also had Father's Day, which was yeah, Father's Day, we have Father's Day, so many different emotions and experiences, so much love on social media. I definitely want to take time and thank you all for reaching out to me. That double whammy was definitely a little more challenging than I thought. So we had my we had Father's Day first on Sunday, and then we had my dad's birthday the following day, which was Monday the 22nd. So it was definitely trying, but knowing that you all were out there, knowing that I had your love, knowing that I had your support definitely helped make it easier I certainly allowed myself to mourn. I mean, I cried my eyes out on Father's Day morning, and I was surprised because I thought that I would have a harder time. No, the other way around, I'm sorry. I cried my eyes out on his birthday, where I thought I would have a harder time on Father's Day, but was able to lean in and grieve and grow because that is always the mission. And yeah, it was another day, and we were able to get through it. So thank you again for all the love and support. I truly appreciate it. All my new followers on Instagram, shout out to you too. You are super dope. The Blue Heart Gang is always showing up, dropping the hearts, showing love, connecting with each other. Our community is really growing, and I just can't be more thankful. I'm thankful to God for just showing off and allowing everyone to have that safe space where they feel like they fit in. So we will segue into what we're going to talk about today. We talk a lot about the griever the person that's actually experienced the loss, the bereaved individual. And I wanna spend some time talking about the support system of that person and how important and crucial you are and just give you some tools, hopefully, and a different perspective and an outlook on that position, if you will, in that role in that person's life. So whether that's your loved one, your spouse, your friend, a coworker, I wanna focus this episode more so on listening, And I think it's something that we definitely underestimate the power of, and there's different types of listening, but when it comes to dealing with someone that's dealing with grief, if you will, I've learned in my experience that being a little more silent helps you and also asking more questions versus being presumptive and assuming And also putting your own beliefs and your perspectives and all of those things on a person. So I think that this is a topic that I hope, actually not that I think, I hope that is something that is beneficial to you. So what is the power of listening? At its root, listening is the act of mindfully hearing and attempting to comprehend the meaning of words spoken by another person. For me, The key here is attempting to comprehend the meaning. So where I think that becomes difficult is just like I said here, a lot of times we start to form our response to someone before we can actually comprehend and fully understand or at least try to put ourselves in that position of empathy to really understand what someone's talking about. And I'm speaking more specifically, again, about someone who's lost a loved one, someone that's dealing with grief, deep sorrow, which is the definition of grief at that time. And I think it's very important for you to know that because a lot of us, including myself, I am truly guilty of this as well. Actually, this entire week, I have been cutting my wife off constantly in the middle of conversations and not even realizing it, that I am only speaking, I'm only listening, excuse me, to respond and not to fully hear and you might after this episode really start looking at yourself and realizing how much you do cut people off, how much you're actually only listening to respond. And I don't think that it always comes from a bad place. I think a lot of times especially when we're dealing with someone that's that's in a bereaved state, we're just trying to comfort, we're trying to be a helper, we're trying to have the right thing to say. And in turn that prohibits us from actually hearing what they're actually saying. And sometimes What I've learned is to say to someone after they're expressing or opening up to you or talking to you about something to say, so if I hear you correctly or what I hear you saying is this and give that back to the person because at the same time, the person who's communicating might have thought they said something different and then they have that opportunity to clarify, clear it up or let you know, hey, yay or nay, that's not what I was saying. That's not what I meant. And then you guys can actually have dialogue, a full-on exchange. I think that that's something that will be very helpful in this, this phase because I think sometimes while I have experienced this as well, is that people will say just a little bit too much. And where you might think it's helpful, it can become hurtful. And that's the last thing we want to do when someone has trusted you because you have to also remember If someone is trusting you with such a a devastating time in their life, such sacred emotions, it takes such deep vulnerability to be that transparent in this phase of their life. Oh, they trust you. And it can be in a second, just like that, a snap where you can now, they can now feel like you betrayed them. You don't understand. You're being disrespectful. You don't get it. Because let's face it, unless you've actually been through the experience, it will be difficult for you to understand and it will be difficult for you to fully know exactly what to say. And that's why you have to go into these conversations, knowing that it is okay to not know what to say. And that's what you can say to someone, hey, I wish I had the words. I cannot understand. And for that, I am sorry. I wish there was more I could do. Rather than just talk to fill space, and then in that Situation, it becomes offensive and hurtful to a person. And, and I'll give you certain examples f- for that. Is sometimes when you say, hey, at least this, or yeah, but that. So at least you had them in your life for this amount of time. Well, at least they're not suffering anymore. And I've talked about this one on my social media more recently is that they are in a better place. I had a quote that said, I've never. Hearing they are in a better place has never made me feel better. Never. Not one time. Especially, especially immediately following the loss. The last thing a mother wants to hear about losing their infant child or their newborn child is that they're in a better place. No, no mother would feel that way. Although, yes, you know, your child might have suffered or something, you know, they could have been dealing with the illness or something along those lines, but no one wants to hear that. My dad was sick and he was definitely suffering and I knew the right decision to make, but I still did not want to hear that. And I think it's important for you to really think about that. And I hope what you take away from what I've talked about thus far, and you're actually listening to me out there while you're doing so many different things, I'm sure, driving, not in the gym because they're not currently open right now, but at home or wherever you're consuming this content, I do hope that it is actually helping you and that you can understand how sensitive This is there's another key aspect when it comes to listening that I also think that we overlook and this can really also give you cues and help you is that nonverbal communication is real and that is especially when someone is heartbroken. There's so many keys that I believe that they give you, throughout. we give, and that they give you throughout conversations just with their eyes or the shakiness in their voice, the shakiness in their hands, constant movement, being fidgety. Maybe their hands are folded across their chest. And so there's a separation between you. And maybe you can say, hey, this person's still a little guarded. I'm going to kind of fall back. I'm going to chill. I'm not going to push too much. Or a person can feel completely open. And sometimes people just don't have the right words to say or you say, hey, you know, I didn't really know which way to go. But if you pay attention to the nonverbal communication, that can also guide you and lead you and help you in those moments. I've, I've been studying on that and just kind of learn a little bit more about body language and how important that is because it, the posture can definitely give you those signals and help you on that way. The other thing I want you to know as an understanding listener is that it is not your responsibility it is not your responsibility to solve this person's grief. And and not even only is it not your responsibility, so I wouldn't even want you to go into any situation thinking like that. I want you to also understand that it's okay to to feel like that. It's okay to not have the answer. You don't have to. It's not like I was saying I'm sorry. It's not that it's your responsibility, but it's not possible. So I wouldn't want you to set yourself up with an impossible task of feeling like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go over to my friend's house and I'm going to make them feel better. I'm going to get her out this slump. I'm going to get him to do this. I'm going to, and it's just not, it's just not possible, if you will. I think you can be a support, absolutely. But to think that you can solve it, you can't do that. To be honest, I don't even believe that the griever, and this is myself, can fully solve my grief. Because I personally believe that it's a journey. I think it's something that you will do forever. I do think that the crisis part of it subsides. And so you're no longer in that crisis phase. And you're more so in the, I guess, if you will, thriving and learning to integrate that loss and and live with it than in a crisis stage. But there is not a cure. And again, that's my personal opinion. I think a lot of good can come from it, but there's not a cure. So you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. To feel like you have to have the answers, you have to know what to say, and you're going to make this better. And sometimes the most powerful listener is the one that actually doesn't speak. Like the legit meaning of I just need a shoulder to lean on. I need a shoulder to lean on. That means that I physically need your presence and your existence, but I don't need your words. I physically need your presence and your existence, but I don't need your words. I think that could be very hurtful for some people because you might feel like the person is pushing you away. You might feel like they don't trust you and so forth. But you have to understand that this person, as you knew them prior to this loss, is no longer the same. Some people believe that grief changes you. Some people believe that it reveals you. But one way or another, it does something that it wasn't doing prior to that loss. And so you have to understand that. And you also have to have extreme patience when it comes to showing that support and being there for that person, because it could change day to day. You might say, Hey, yesterday you said you wanted me to, to come over, but now today you don't want to see me. You don't want to, and, and that's going to change and fluctuate. So in long story short, you as a support system in the lives of a person who is bereaved, it can be hard. It can be hard and it can be heavy. And it's also important. I don't want to put the full responsibility on a listener, although that is the main focus of our episode today but i want to put some of that responsibility back on the bereaved person the griever you have to also be able to work on your communicating and also hear people because that's the other thing too sometimes we're we're also hearing and we're being operating in a defensive spirit in a defensive manner and so we didn't even fully hear what they were saying before we just shot off and and was defensive so it's definitely a, a sensitive area and spot. And I think in my personal journey, I've been more communicative in some situations, less communicative in others. But at the same time, you have to realize that things have changed and we're going to navigate through that. But communication has never, in my experience, steered anyone wrong. I mean, healthy communication is, is what I meant to say. And so having that dialogue, having that communication and Sometimes that might mean writing a letter. You might not be in a place to actually verbally express, and you might not be able in a place to hear someone without feeling a certain way. So you have to take control of how you're going to show up in someone's life, and you also have to take control of how people will show up in your life. I think that is very, very important to do that. So I do want to take an opportunity here to jump into our inspirational boost which is a part of our show where we like to have a quote, something thought-provoking each episode to just leave you with. Our episodes come out on Monday, so I think it's always beneficial to do that. And our inspirational boost is brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, custom tumblers, doormats. They are doing a lot, a lot of creative, amazing things. Follow them on Instagram at Adina J. Designs A D E N A J A Y D E S I G N S. And it's also on Facebook as well. I always just say Instagram, but they're on both platforms. So definitely reach out. Hey, listen, ask them for a discount. Close mouths, don't get fed. Tell them I sent you. You might be able to get a discount there. This quote is by someone that I am a true fan. True fan. Shout out to her. I thought faith would say, I'll take away the pain and discomfort, but what it ended up saying was, I'll sit with you in it. That's by Brene Brown. Guys, that is life goals for me to meet her, by the way. I thought faith would say, I'll take away the pain and discomfort, but what it ended up saying was, I'll sit with you in it. Man, that's so right spot on for today's episode. Although you yourself are not faith, but at the same token, you can give someone more faith. You can give someone hope and you can sit with them in their pain and in their discomfort. And there's so much power in sitting, guys. There's so much power in sitting and affection and, and comfort. And it does always have to be verbal. So I hope that that quote is something that is thought provoking for you. Something that helps bring lights to some area in your life. And so I want to now go into our In Love and Memory segment. So our In Love and Memory segment is a part of our show that's very important to me to humanize lives that have gone on, to make sure that they're gone, but absolutely not forgotten. If you are interested in sending in your family member or friend or whomever you've lost in your life, please do not hesitate to send us an email at thegriefbully at gmail.com, subject line In Love and Memory, Tell us a little bit about your loved one and leave their name there. If you feel more comfortable DMing, please feel free to DM me on social media as well. And we will certainly add your loved one to our segment. This week, our In Love and Memory segment is going to go out to my wife's grandmother. So Norma Wilkinson, actually on the 24th, was 12 years And so I want to send tons and tons of love out to the entire family. Unfortunately, I was not able to meet her. She passed away before we met. And so that's unfortunate for me. But all of the things that I heard have been nothing but great things, lovely. And I can see a lot of personality was left here in the hearts and in the minds of your children and your grandchildren and all of your family. So continue to rest well. And yeah, just continue to just rest in peace. So. Our in love and memory segment this week is for Norma Wilkinson. Guys, before we wrap up this episode about being an understanding listener, one other thing I wanted to mention too is when you are having a conversation with someone, this is one little last step that you can do is picture you had a a flashlight and you're holding a flashlight on that person that you're talking to. And so nothing is distracting you. You are fully focused. This light is on that person. And even if you have to pick up your hand and do that so that you cannot be distracted and fully, fully zone into it, that could be something that you can do. Use your eyes as flashlights and stay focused because one, the last thing someone wants to do is feel like you're disconnected and you're not there and you're not paying attention. And one last thing too is to ask that person if you are going to Try to take that step of asking questions and not being as silent because you are curious. You want that intent. So you want to have eye contact with that person. You want to ask questions like, what does support look like? And like I said before, what I hear you saying is this, is this correct? What could I do next? Always, always asking for the permission and don't make assumptions and take that step I hope this episode was helpful for you. For some reason, it was on my heart. It was something that we definitely needed to talk about today. I'm always figuring out what I want to talk about. I talk it over with Tanya. She gives her input and we think about it. And I always pray and I just say, speak Holy Spirit and just be with me and allow me to speak about something that someone out there because the goal for the Grieffully Podcast has always been one person. To go after that one person, allow them to know that they are not alone. So I hope that today you were able to listen in <laughs> with your good listening ears and your understanding and listening, and it was able to help you in some way or another. Listen, we are on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe and share. If you want to get a copy of the Grief Bully Journal, visit my website at jnicolejones.com. I, you already know, hang out every day. A little bit too much, to be honest. I'm I'm probably a little bit more unproductive, as I'd like to admit, because of social media. But what can I say? I love you guys, the Grieffully Tribe and the Blue Heart Gang. You guys are amazing. I thank you so much. Please subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, and please, please give us a rating and drop a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. I would truly appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. Follow me on Instagram at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. I am your host till next time. You already know. Love and light. Peace.